Welcome to Spend, Donate, Invest, a podcast at the intersection of social justice and personal finance. Let's talk about how we can spend, donate, and invest more in line with our values. Today's letter is about not donating as much as we think we are. Here's a letter. I feel like I donate all the time, but when it's time for me to do my taxes in April every year and I gather up all my receipts from the year before, I'm always surprised that the total isn't actually that much. How can I do better? Yeah, that used to happen to me all the time, too. And I think it happens to a lot of us. In general, I think we have have a tendency to overestimate how often we do good things and underestimate how often we do bad things. (laughs) But you're right. The truth is in the accounting at the end of the year. So how can you donate more? Leaving it up to chance isn't cutting it. So I'm going to give you four ideas, and then I'm going to throw in a wild card. Hopefully one of them resonates with you. So first idea, donate with friends. You might have a book club or a Dungeons and Dragons den, or you might be a part of a dance class that meets on Saturdays. Whatever you're a part of, it it might be a great place to start. So test the waters, see if you think people would be interested in it. And that could be really fun. Or maybe you have friends who are not already in a group You could find out if they want to form a small giving group where you each pitch in some money every month and you decide where it goes. Or maybe you start the group with a designated place in mind to begin with. The point is that you're doing it with others and that could make it more fun and maybe help generate some momentum so you're less likely to forget or fall off the wagon. In this way, I think that giving could become something like a team sport, which is always a lot of fun. Second idea, consider tying your donations to holidays or other special events. So most months do have causes associated with them. You could use that as a guide. In February, you could donate to organizations that are uplifting Black communities. In November, you could give to organizations fighting against voter intimidation. There's Pride Month, Women's History Month. If you already have a particular community you're fighting for, you could use the thematic months to sort of center your giving. So for example, let's say your focus is uplifting Black communities all year long. Well, on Earth Day, you could give to organizations that are fighting for climate justice in Black neighborhoods. During Pride Month, you could give to Uh, There are organizations that are fighting for the safety of LGBTQIA plus migrants that are languishing on the border with Mexico right now. The point is you could use holidays and themed months to spark your giving throughout the year. A third idea is that you could also just give up trying to donate throughout the year and decide that you're going to do it once a year, one lump sum. It's going to be a bigger check. So that might be scary, but for some people that might make more sense. You could do this on your birthday, or there could be a religious holiday that's particularly resonant for you, like maybe Eid is the biggest giving day of the year for you. Another idea is if you already know where you want to give, you might consider setting up automatic 
donations. And of course, you can do this through the charities website for sure. But uh, if you're worried that you'll set it up and forget about it for years and years and years, <laughs> if you're the type that still has memberships to things that you didn't even remember signing up for, you might be worried about this. Another way to do it is to set it up through your bank. I used to pay my rent this way. So you can uh, specify who the recipient is, how much money they'll get. And at least it used to be that it would send a check out on the days that you specify and only on the days you specify. So you might set it up so that you send out six checks over the next year. And that's it. When the six checks are sent, you're done. And then the last idea is a, a wild card, but you could tie your donations to a particular activity. Like if you're a runner or a voracious reader, or maybe you're into doing puzzles, every time you reach a particular milestone, you could donate. So every time you run another 100 miles or read a book or complete a puzzle, whatever your thing is, you sew a quilt, uh, maybe you're a streaming master. Every time you finish a season of something on Netflix, you could donate. <laughs> kind of a wild card idea. But the overall idea here is to stop leaving it up to chance and to introduce a little bit of structure in a fun way. Hope it helps. So what do you think? Have you found other ways to tackle this quandary? Or do you have a different question? If you ever have a question about how you spend, donate, or invest, or anything else related to doing good with your money, send it in and I'll do the research, ask experts, and share what I find out. Check out the show notes for the email address to send in your questions. If you think there should be more conversations like this, please write a review for this podcast on iTunes. This is the biggest support you can provide this podcast. If you're too busy, please just leave a rating. And of course, please share this episode with anyone who you think might find it interesting. Mm-hmm.